It is a long time ago that according to the Hindu calendar, about 9 lakh years ago in Trita Yuga, there used to be a very majestic Suryavinshi King Dasharatha. The name of their capital was Ayodhya. King Dasharatha was a very just and righteous king. All the subjects used to live their life happily under his rule. The great majestic Satyavadi King Harishchandra and the successful King Bhagirathi were one of the ancestors of King Dasharatha. Like his ancestors, King Dasharatha was very involved in religious work. King Dasharatha had no children, due to which he was often sad. King Dasharatha had three queens. The name of the first queen was Kausalya, the name of the second queen was Sumitra and the name of the third queen was Kaiki. King Dasharatha was a great archer. He was adept at playing slank. He could penetrate the target without seeing the target just by hearing the sound of the word, always in the mind of King Dasharatha. One day Rajguru Vashistha, who was immersed in this concern, suggested Dasharatha to perform Putrashti Yagya. He performed this Yagya under the supervision of Shringi Rishi. A lot of donations and donations were made in this Yagya. After this Yajna, here in the form of Prasad was fed to the three queens. After several months, the three queens had four sons. The eldest queen was Rama of Kausalya, Bharat of Kaiki and Lakshmana and Shatrudhan of Sumitra. The four brothers were very beautiful and stunning. Maharaj Dasharatha was very happy to see his four sons. King Dasharatha was not happy when he got the happiness of children. After some time, the four brothers went to the forest with Rajguru Vashistha to receive education. Vashistha was a very learned guru. At that time, the sage Vashistha was highly respected. All the brothers were very unique talents. While Lakshmanji was a little accommodating. Sri Ram was calm and serious in nature. The four brothers were also very smart in reading and writing. Soon he learned martial arts like shooting arrows, etc. The people of Ayodhya were enchanted by his form and qualities. King Dasharatha never wanted to keep them away from his eyes. One day a very learned and learned Maharishi Vishwamitra came to King Dasharatha. He was a great and ascetic sage of his time. Many sinners and tyrants used to create obstacles in his yajna. When he heard about Rama and his brothers, he went to Dasharatha. He asked Dasharatha to kill the sinners and tyrants and Rama and Lakshmana to protect the yajna. King Dasharatha with folded hands said to sage Vishwamitra, O sage, both Rama and Lakshmana are still children. Don't take them to war with so many sinful and tyrannical people. I will move my whole army and myself and will fight with them and will also protect your sacrifice. King Dasharatha at first did not want to send his sons with him. Then on the persuasion of Rajguru Vashistha, he agreed to send. Both Rama and Lakshmana left with sage Vishwamitra. On the way, the sage taught them two mantras. After learning these mantras, both the princes became more powerful. While going to the Sajas ashram, he killed a sinful and tyrannical woman named Tarka. Reaching there, while protecting the Gin, one of his sons Maricha and the other son Subahu were also killed with an arrow. Now Vishwamitra's Yagya was completed very well and very peacefully. After this Maharishi Vishwamitra reached Mithilapuri with both the princes Rama and Lakshmana. King Janak of Mithila was a great scholar and sage. He created the Swayamvara of his daughter Sita. There was a lot of pomp and show coming to the King Maharaj Swayamvar from far and wide. When Vishwamitra reached there, the king gave him a big welcome. King Janak had a bow. This bow belonged to Shiva. With this bow he killed Tripasura. No one could lift it except Sitaji. 
because it was very heavy and hard. King Janak had made a promise that anyone who lifts this bow will tie its rope. With that Sitaji will be married. Organized Swayamvar for the marriage of Mata Sitaji. The great brave warriors of the entire Aryabrata were called. Ravana also participated in that event. All the kings tried hard, but no one could lift it and tie the rope. All the kings had given up. King Janak started worrying that now where should I find the worthy groom of my daughter? Then Maharishi Vishwamitra ordered Rama to lift the bow and put a string on him. Rama reached near the bow after getting the Guru's orders and he easily lifted the bow and started plucking it. While tying the bow, that bow broke at the hands of Sri Ram. The old bow belonged to Shiva, at that time Parashuramji, the supreme devotee of Shiva, was also there. Hearing the sound of bow breaking, Parashurma reached there. He was very angry. He started searching for the one who broke this bow. Seeing the anger of Parashurma, there was silence in the whole assembly. No one was speaking out of fear. But Lakshmanji was not afraid. He started arguing with Parashuramji, due to which Parashuram's anger started increasing. But Sri Ram politely folded his hands and requested Parashuramji to accidentally break the bow and asked for forgiveness from him. Seeing the simple calm nature of Rama, Parashurama's anger was pacified and he left from there. Immediately after his departure, everyone in the meeting heaved a sigh of relief. After the departure of Parashurama, King Janak went to Maharishi Vishwamitra and asked him, O oh sage, who are these two young men, the kings of this form, please tell them about them. Sage Vishwamitra told King Janak these two brothers are Rama and Lakshman, both of them are the sons of King Dasharatha of Ayodhya. Among the four sons of King Dasharatha, Rama is the eldest who broke the bow. After hearing the introduction of Sri Ram by the sage, his happiness knew no bounds, he happily decided to marry his four daughters including Sita to the four sons of King Dasharatha. King Janak requested Maharishi for the marriage of all four, Maharishi gladly accepted. After that, celebrations started in the court of King Janak, sweets were distributed, drums started playing. The sage sent this auspicious message to Ayodhya. In Ayodhya, King Dasharatha, on hearing the news, ordered to decorate the entire Ayodhya and distribute gifts to the people. The whole of Ayodhya started celebrating the marriage of its princes. King Dasharatha started preparing for the procession of his sons. Many thousand elephants were decorated, hundreds of chariots were made. The entire Ayodhya city reached Mithilapur in a procession. There was no shortage of preparations for the procession of Mithilapur King Janak. He went ahead and welcomed the procession, hugging Dasharatha and gave him a lot of respect. In the marriage of Sri Ram, all the people of Ayodhya were dancing and singing. There was an atmosphere of celebration throughout Aryavrata. The marriage of the four brothers took place with great pomp. Sri Ramchandraji got married with Mata Sita, Lakshmanji got married with Mata Urmila, Bharatji got married with Mata Mandi and Shatrudhanji got married with Mata Shrutikirti. After marriage, King Dasharatha came back to Ayodhya with everyone. The king now started ruling happily. Time passed and King Dasharatha was now getting old. He wanted to do penance himself by giving royal work to Ramchandraji. At the behest of Guru Vashistha, an auspicious day was fixed for the coronation of Sri Ram. When all the subjects got the news that Sri Ram was going to become their king, then all the subjects were not happy. There was a lot of joy being celebrated. There was an atmosphere of happiness everywhere. 
laughter was scattered on everyone's face. Everyone was busy in decorating the palace and preparing for the coronation. Among all these faces there was such a face on which the feeling of sorrow and revenge was clearly visible. That face was none other than that of Queen Kaiki's maid Manthara. Manthara did not like being the king of Sri Ramji. She wanted to see Bharatji as the king. She was sad and went to Queen Kaiki Maharani Kaiki was overjoyed with the decision of Sri Rama's coronation and was taking stock of the preparations for the festival. Seeing Manthara's hanging face, he got angry at first but Manthara acted very cleverly. He said that I am a little sad for myself. I am sad for the concern of your son Prince Bharat. Hearing the name of Bharat, the queen said, what is the concern? Speak clearly. Manthara took Queen Kaiki in private and taught her many unconventional things. He cleverly awakened the son's attachment in Kaiki's mind and persuaded Bharat to demand the kingship, reminding King Dasharatha of accepting any two demands before marriage. During a battle before the marriage of King Dasharatha and Queen Kaiki, Kaiki saved the life of King Dasharatha. Princess Kaiki was beautiful. King Dasharatha requested her to marry. Queen Kaiki asked for two promises. King Dasharatha agreed and both were married. Coming to Manthara's words, the queen made her face sad, untied her hair and slept in Kok Bhavan crying. This matter reached to King Dasharatha. The king immediately reached the queen's palace. He was very sad to see such condition. He loved Kaiki very much he asked. Okay Ki, why are you sad? Everyone look how happy you are after all, tell me what you need. I will bring the sari after searching the world. Don't you feel sad? Tell me what do you want? Queen Kaiki reminded her of the two promises given by the king before the marriage and she demanded 12 years of exile to Sri Ram as the first demand and Bharat as the king in the second demand. On hearing the demand of Queen Kaiki, King Dasharatha's heart sat down. He started getting disturbed by sorrow, somehow managing himself. He said to Kaiki, O oh Kaiki, how can you be so cruel? Don't ask my dear son to go to the forest. I am ready to give whatever you ask in return. I cannot live even a moment without seeing Rama. It is time to rule. Why are you giving terrible tortures of the forest? King Dasharatha tried to persuade Kaiki a lot but Kaiki remained adamant on his demand. Ragukul's ritual has always gone, but the word does not go. Sri Ram never violated the dignity of the clan. He came to know about his father's promise. Along with this, two demands of Mata Kaiki were also reported. He soon decided that his father's promise could not be broken because of him and he decided to go to the forest. Sri Ram went to Mata Kaiki in his palace and pleaded with folded hands. Oh mother, you should not feel sad at all. I will soon leave for exile. If my younger brother Bharat becomes the king, then I will also be very happy. You give up your sorrow. Saying this, Sri Ramchandra along with Mata Sita and Lakshman ji went on exile for 12 years. King Dasharatha was weeping bitterly in the separation of Rama. His heart became very sad. With King Dasharatha, there was mourning in the entire city of Ayodhya. On hearing about the exile of their beloved prince and his wife, the people also started crying, as if calamity had broken out in the whole of Ayodhya, the birds twitter and the flowers stopped blooming. The people of Ayodhya also started going after the exile. Dear Prince, Sri Ram explained a lot to them but no one listened. Then Ram left everyone sleeping alone and crossed the Sariyu river with Lakshmana and Sita. Bharat ji was not in Ayodhya when he went to the forest. 
he had gone to his maternal grandfather's house. Here Dashrath Maharaj's condition was deteriorating, his life was blown away by crying in his son's fascination. When King Dasharatha died, he did not have any sons with him. Later, the curse given by the parents of Shravan Kumar to King Dasharatha came to fruition. After the departure of Ramchandraji, Bharatji was called from his maternal grandfather's house. Till then King Dasharatha's body was kept safe in some oil by scientific method. Bharatji returned to Ayodhya. When he came to know about the whole story, he was sad and also called his mother Kaiki very badly. After the death of King Dasharatha, the queen also repented a lot on her demand. Bharatji soon performed the proper cremation of his father Dasharatha. After this Bharatji went to the forest to bring back Ramchandraji. Bharatji had also taken the army of Ayodhya with him to the forest, due to which doubts arose in Lakshman Jay's mind that he was coming to fight with Bayashri so that he would kill Sri Ram and take the kingdom of Ayodhya forever, and remain king for life. Lakshmanji took up his bow and arrow and started preparing to fight with India and started asking Sri Ram to prepare as well. Lakshmanji became very angry, he was going to take the vow to kill Bharat, when Sri Ram explained to Lakshmanji and said that Bharat is not like that, if I make a gesture now, he can give you the whole kingdom. Then he withheld his promise. Sri Ram was right, Bharat had come to call them back not to fight, but Sri Ram refused to go back. Even after many requests of Bharatji, Ramji did not agree. In the end, Bharat came back to Ayodhya with his foot padukas and started running the kingdom by placing these padukas on the throne. After some time, Sri Ram, along with Lakshmana and Sita reached the forest named Dandakaranya. There the great mighty Ravana, Shurpanakha was fascinated by the form of Sri Ram. She wanted to get married with Sri Ram. He proposed her marriage in front of Sri Ram. Sri Ram said, I am married, see that my younger brother is Lakshman, he is also very beautiful, why don't you go to him? Saying so, Sri Ram sent him to Lakshmanji. She went to Lakshmanji. He got very angry at Sarpanakha, far from getting married, Lakshmanji cut off his nose. His face became very ugly. His entire nose was cut off. With such courage, she went to her brother and narrated the whole story. Telling about the beauty of Sita. Shurpanakha awakened the infatuation in the heart of Ravana. Ravana started making preparations to get the beautiful woman by force. He found out the whereabouts of Rama and Lakshmana. He had a pet deer named Marich, which was more beautiful than other deer left that deer near his hermitage. The deer started roaming around Sri Ram's ashram. Sita ji was fascinated by seeing the gold-colored deer and started urging Sri Ram to get hold of that golden deer Ramji could not refuse Mata Sita. Sri Ram asked Mata Sita to stay inside the hut and be alert and followed the deer with Lakshmana and went in search of him. In the end, on the day of Dashihra in the month of Kovar, Sri Ramchandraji killed Ravana, Sita ji came back. Sri Ram became very happy to meet Sita, along with him the whole army started celebrating. Now 14 years were about to end. Ramchandra ji gave the kingdom of Lanka to Vibhishana, after that he returned to Ayodhya. Hanuman ji, Sugriva ji Etsi, had also come with him. Even today this day is celebrated as Diwali festival. Now the coronation of Lord Sri Ram took place with full pomp. Once again, the preparations for the coronation of Sri Ram started going on in full swing in the whole of India. 
Everyone wanted to see their favorite prince becoming the king soon. He wanted to fulfill his unfinished dream. After all, that auspicious moment has come and the historic coronation of Sri Ram took place. Sri Ram sat on the throne with Mata Sita and started performing his religion with great skill in serving the people. In his kingdom, human beings are human beings. All living beings, animals, birds, trees and plants were all ecstatic. All used to live happily. In the Ramcharit Manas, Tulsi Das Maharajji, while describing the kingdom of Rama, says that in the kingdom of Rama, the sun used to give as much heat as the body could easily bear, the rain was only as much as the crops and animals could bear. The trees were laden with fruits. Many different types of flowers were spreading different fragrances. One day Sri Ram decided to go among the public to understand the well-being of his subjects closely. No one should recognize him, so he changed his disguise. While roaming in Sri Ram Nagar, under a tree where some people were already there, they stopped near them. There, the words of a washerman made Sri Ram very sad and forced him to take a tough decision again. That washerman questioned Mother Sita, which made Sri Ram sad. He came back to the palace and took a tough decision to send Mother Sita to Valmiki's ashram for the satisfaction of his subjects. Mother Sita ji had to stay in Valmiki ashram due to public shame. In this ashram, Mother Sita gave birth to two stunning sons, whose names were Lav and Kush. Both of them were disciples of Maharishi Valmiki and became proficient and brave in knowledge of Vedas and war. Ramchandra performed the Ashwamedha Yajna. At this time Sitaji was called back and again on the demand of the subjects. She was asked to give a test of fire, due to this Mother Sita was again very sad and, taking an oath of her purity, pleaded with God in her mind to burst the earth and in the event of an earthquake because the earth was torn apart proving Mother Sita the most holy and Mother Sita got absorbed in the earth forever and ever. Lord Sri Ram was very sad, he became alone forever, after some time Sri Ram also left his body in Suryu and took water Samadhi. Love and Kush were very brave, later they became kings and started ruling.